Colt tossed the phone on the nightstand and then took another drink from the bottle. He looked down at his bag and stared at it for a moment. The events of the entire week unfolded in his mind. The drive to Tucson, the rodeo, the dispute with the judges, scolding Kenny, the talk with Felicia, and Spud. Then he thought about the transaction at the dealership, leaving his fancy trailer and his pride behind. And finally, the bad news from Kenny. Exactly what he didn't need. He slid off the bed and bent over to unzip the bag. The wooden handle of the three fifty seven seemed to glare back at him, and he looked at it for a moment, then pulled it out. He held it in his hand for several minutes, looking at it, thinking, wondering. He took another charge from the bottle, then set the gun on the nightstand next to his phone, picked up the phone and dialed his voicemail, then listened. Yeah, Colt, just old spot here, wondering how you are. Just talked to Kenny, and he said you left pretty upset. I, I care about you, buddy. Let me know how you're doing. Later. Colt hung up and set the phone back on the nightstand. He leaned back on the bed and took another drink, thought for a moment, and grabbed his wallet out of his back pocket. It bulged from all the cash he now carried after cashing the cashier's check. It was mostly hundreds and more than forty of them. He opened the wallet to the photos. First one was Felicia. It was her high school senior picture. She wore the tiara from winning rodeo queen at the high school rodeo. Colt thought back to the wonderful times they had had together, but he thought more about the last year, the many arguments, and the breakup. Next to losing his parents, the day he saw her with the salesman was one of the worst days of his life. It was the first time he realized he had actually lost her. He flipped back that photo to the next one of him and her at the senior prom. It had been a fun night, and she looked beautiful. There was a fun party afterwards and the walk by the lake where they shed their clothes and went skinny dip and then made love on a blanket on the beach. Took a heavy drink from the bottle and wiped at the tear that dropped out of the inside corner of his eye and onto his nose. He flipped the photo over to the next one. The sudden emotion he felt overwhelmed him. The photo had faded some and the corners bent around it. It was of him and his father on their ranch. He was nine, sitting on the fence rail and his father stood behind him. They both wore straw cowboy hats. Colt dropped the wallet onto his lap and he cried into his hand. Why, God? Why? At once his cell phone rang. He blinked his wet eyes several times and looked at the screen. It was Spud again. This time he answered, Yeah. Colt, where are you? Uh, I'm not sure, he snuffled. Some motel. You doing all right? He grunted. What's all right? The rodeo was all I had. Now, what am I going to do? You didn't have the rodeo, Colt. You and the rodeo have been disconnected for some time. I know it. Kenny knows it, and so do many others. The only one who doesn't know it is you. I told you what I thought you should do, and it's still an option for you. That rodeo camp? That's what the place is, but that's not what you'd go for. You'd go to get help, work with the kids, breathe some clean air, take a break, and gather your thoughts. Not just about the last few months, but about your life, Colt. And not so much about the past, neither. About your future. There's a lot of places I could go and do that. I don't have to go to New Mexico. It's not just a place, Colt. Casey McIntyre is a gem of a man. He understands things. He could be a good friend to you, and you could use one right now. He thought about Kenny. Yeah, I had a friend once. Don't look at it that way, Colt. Kenny didn't do what he did to hurt you. Someday I hope you understand that, and someday you'll thank him for it.
Colt took a drink from the bottle, then looked down at the gun. Colt, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Why don't you let me give Casey a call and tell him you're coming? I already told him you might come, and he said you were more than welcome. Yeah, I'll think about it. You do that, Colt, and take a coat if you go. It can get kind of chilly up there this time of year. Call me in the morning, okay, partner? Yeah, okay. Colt hung up the phone and set it back down on the stand. He looked at the gun and then slid the whiskey bottle out of the paper bag. He drank a fourth of it. He knew he had a decision to make. At the moment, it was between going to the Double M Ranch and the gun that lay on the nightstand. The gun shirt seemed more inviting, more final. But he couldn't decide. He looked at the bottle of whiskey and made the only decision he could at the moment. He figured that after each swallow, that the right answer would get easier to make.